and welcome to another episode of The Moon Pool, where cats of all clans come together as one. I am your host, Maple Dusk, and this week I'm going to be talking about a plot twist in Warriors that would have changed everything. So let's get started. So a while back, way back on episode 8, I made an episode called A Plot Twist. This episode was talking about how the first series would have gone if Fireheart, slash Star, had had kits with Spotted Leaf. Now I'm doing another plot twist episode, this one also about a forbidden romance, this time with Firestar's daughter, Leafpool. Leafpool, as you may know, and if you don't, there are some serious spoilers ahead, was in love with Crowfeather, a cat from WindClan. Leafpool lived in ThunderClan. Um, they broke up their relationship at the end of the new prophecy after ThunderClan was attacked by badgers. Which is kind of unrelated to their relationship, but that's when Leafpool decided to end it. So yeah. Later, Leafpool discovered that she was having kits. Crowfeather's kits. This was against the warrior code on two levels, or sort of three. No one is allowed to be mates with or have kits with a cat in another clan, and no medicine cat is allowed to take a mate or have kits at all. So, in a way, Leafpool is breaking four rules. She's been she's being with, mates with a cat in another clan. She's had kits with a cat in another, in another clan, although that part isn't her fault. She had no idea about the kits, and she's taken a mate in the first place, and she's had kits. Again, not her fault, but, but it's still a rule. So here Leafpool is in this tough situation. She's got three kits on the way, and she can't raise them herself um, without the clan being extremely suspicious and finding out her secret. So she gives the kits to her sister, Squirrelflight. Squirrelflight does a fantastic job raising the kits with her mate, Brambleclaw. But then the truth gets out, which I talked about in past episodes, so I'm not going to bother here. The main idea is that it's very messy and dramatic, with one death, well-deserved in my opinion, but still. Three almost deaths, and another almost death by one of the three cats who almost died before. The almost death had had the whole clan thinking it was a real death for the entire series. Also, a bunch of lies and three cats, the almost dead ones from before, hating their mother and adopted mother, especially the one who almost died and who everyone thought was dead. Wow, that was supposed to be just a brief summary to give you an idea of how terrible it was, but it ended up being more confusing and not much shorter than if I just told you the whole thing. Oh well, you get the idea. Leafpool giving her kits to Squirrelflight was a good idea in the short term, but not so much in the long run. Of course, Leafpool and Squirrelflight had no way of knowing this, so in my opinion, it wasn't really their fault. But what if something else had happened? Um, what if Leafpool had given the kits to her former mate, Crowfeather? She could have given birth and then gone over to the Wind Clan border, or she could have had Squirrelflight go over if she was feeling too tired after giving birth, and giving the kits to Crowfeather. I guess she would have had to wait for Crowfeather to come along on a patrol, but it wouldn't have taken too long. The potential problems with that are A, Crowfeather might have refused the kits, or B, even if he did accept them, Crowfeather might not be able to find a she-cat that he trusted enough to raise the kits with him. Nightcloud? Well, she's certainly a tough cookie, which isn't a bad thing at all, but I don't think she'd be willing at all to raise half-clan kits. I mean, not but, and I don't think she'd be willing at all, to raise half-clan kits with her clanmate, who she just found out broke the warrior code, which she has every right to tell one star her leader about. I actually don't know how strong Nightcloud and Crowfeather's relationship was at this time, but whatever the case, I don't see Nightcloud as the kind of cat who would say yes to this kind of commitment. Crowfeather could could lie and say that the she-cat who had been his mate had died giving birth to these kits, but that would only work if a cat had given had died recently in his clan. I'm going to create a plot that involves a she-cat dying recently for the sake of imagination. So here's how I think this might go. 
Leafpool asks Squirrelflight to take the kits, but Squirrelflight refuses. Finally, out of love for her sister, she says that she'll ask Crowfeather to take them, and if he turns them down, she'll take them. This is her way of giving in, as she assumes that Crowfeather will not take the kits, but there's a, chan- but there's a chance that he will take the kits, and if they're in WindClan and the secret gets out, Crowfeather won't get, get in trouble in WindClan as much as Leafpool would if she were found out. Although, of course, it's very possible that Crowfeather would give away Leafpool um, when he was in WindClan, but, you know, he's counting on, she's counting on um, Crowfeather's um, former love for WindClan, or maybe not. Um, Squirrelfly assumes that Crowfeather can refuse to tell One Star um, and everyone if it really gets that bad. So it's really a clever strategy on Squirrelflight's part when you think about it. Or, you know, I just made it up, but it's not actually something that Crowfeather, I mean, that Squirrelflight said. Um, she talks to Crowfeather, and at first his response is shock. Then it's a clear no. Then, when Squirrelflight uses some de- desperate persuasion tactics, playing into Crowfeather's former love for Leaf Bull, um, Crowfeather finally accepts the kits. Um, quite reluctantly. He admits that there was a she-cat in WindClan who died recently. Crowfeather and her were friends, um, and the clan might buy the idea that they had been mates. I'll name this cat, um, I don't know, Lily Storm. Of course, I'm not going to make it totally easy on Crowfeather. Let's have Lily Storm be a bright orange tabby with white paws and blue eyes. Mwahahaha. But nobody is too suspicious, because Lily Storm's mother was a golden tabby, like Lionblaze. So maybe Lionblaze inherited that trait from Lily Storm's mother, all the cats will shrug and say. Plus, nobody really pays attention to genetics in warriors, do they? Anyway, Crowfeather takes the three cats to WindClan. He has been informed by Squirrelfoot that Leafpool has named them already. This doesn't really bother Crowfeather, at least on the outside, but he's kind of annoyed with Leafpool that she didn't let him name at least one of their kits. He also has absolutely no idea why he said yes to Squirrelflight's offer. Turns out, she's really good at persuasion. How is he going to get anyone to accept raising these kids with him? As he's heading back through WindClan, he sees something completely unexpected. A dark ginger, a tiny dark ginger tabby kit, lying motionless on the ground. This kit looks just like Lilystorm, minus the white paws. And Crowfeather realizes something. What if Lilystorm actually did die giving birth? What if she was in a relationship with another Tom, and that's how she died? Bum, bum, bum. Okay, at this point in the story I'm making up is just turning into a fan fiction, which is fine by me, but if that's not your style, then I would suggest you leave, because I don't think it's going to get any less fan fiction-y. And future, Maple Dusk agrees. Um, she wrote the whole, the whole script for this episode, and she... It's not pretty. It's it's completely, like, a fan fiction by now. But hopefully you still like it. But if you don't, then I would suggest you just leave and listen to an episode that's, like, less like this. Anyway, Lily... Or just, don't like, just this podcast if you don't like it. Anyway, Lily Storm was actually in a relationship with another Tom. Who could it be? Lily Storm never said she was having kits. Why would she keep this a secret? And why would Barkface keep it, too? I really want to make it that Barkface is actually the father of these kids, but Barkface is really, really old at this point, so he probably can't have kids. Too bad. I just, like, I kind of like writing plot twists like that. And, like, making them. Also, I actually haven't decided who the father of this mysterious new kit is. Well, in the meantime, let's continue with the story. So, Gorefather's all confused because he has no idea Lily Storm is having kids. And he's also a little bit doubtful of that truth because he's not sure, um, that... This actually is Lily Storm's kit, even though it looks just like Lily Storm, except it's a bit darker and no white paws. 
But as he gets closer, he sees that it smells like Lily Storm. And also, I'm going to make another name up here, Golden Tail. Neither of these cats have ever existed in the Warrior Cats universe, but whatever. Golden Tail was always very close to Lily Storm, but they weren't very open about being friends, which could explain why nobody else knew about them being mates. Or maybe some other cats knew, like their parents or siblings or other cats who were close to them. But they kept quiet as well. That's my guess. I mean, I'm making this up, so I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Curfather picks up this fourth kit and carries it back to the clan. When he gets there, he tells everyone about Lily Storm and the kits. He says he named the first. He says that she named Lily Storm named the first three: Holly Kit, J Kit, and Lion Kit. But Lily Storm died again. Lily Storm doesn't exist as the fourth one came out. Crowfeather says he is going to decide on the fourth one's name, and he'll tell the clan later. He goes over to Golden Tail, who is looking shocked um, at Crowfeather's line, and who is still grieving over his dead mate. And um, Crowfeather is forced to explain the whole, the whole thing to Golden Tail. Golden Tail is shocked and angry at first, but Crowfeather pleads with him, trying to get him to understand. Golden Tail finally shows a bit of sympathy, saying that he always thought that rule in the code was unfair because you can't control love. Crowfeather is very relieved, and he asks Golden Tail to name the fourth kit as sort of a peace offering for lying to the clan about his mate and about who the kits belong to, even though deep down he wants to name the fourth kit. Golden Tail names the kit Lily Kit after her mother. He makes Crowfeather promise that he will get to spend time with the kits and will help raise them. Now, at this point, all the kids desperately need milk, because even the leaf pool gave her kits some before she gave them to Squirrelflight to give to Crowfeather, it isn't enough. Plus, Lily Kit hasn't gotten any milk yet. Quickly, Crowfeather and Golden Tail ask if any of the she-cats who have recently given birth would be willing to help. It just so happens that there's a she-cat whose two kits have not made it. She still has milk, milk to give, so she offers to help. I'm not going to name her because I don't think she's going to be important in the story. But that, 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 that could always change. <laughs> um, the reason um, for that is that she says she probably won't be able to raise the kits. She's still grieving and four kits might be too much, even with her mate, who I also will not name. Grandfather is obligated to try and raise them on his own. And Golden Tail says he'll help because he was a close friend of Billy Storms, even though he is actually her mate. The she-cat, who is nursing the kits until they don't need milk anymore, will try to raise them a little, too. And so will her mate. So here we've got a team of four fully trained warriors raising four little kits, who, which probably isn't nearly as much work as raising four little kits with a team of two. But it's still difficult. So all is going well with the kits. The unnamed she-cat, who I will now name Ice Feather, because change of plans, and her mate, who I will now name Flame Patch are doing some, most of the essential work, like feeding and grooming the kits, and Crowfeather and Golden Tail are doing most of the other essential work, like playing and interacting with the kits, and teaching the kits all the things the kits need to know. Crowfeather can be harsh and grumpy with the kits, while Golden Tail tends to be a little too soft on them, almost spoiling them, so they balance each other out well. Icefeather and Flame Patch are both a mix of those two, so it makes it almost completely even. Holly Kit, J Kit, Lion Kit, and Lily Kit are going to be fine warriors, or at least that's what everyone says. Holly Kit wants to be a medicine cat, but A, she doesn't like Barkface because he's old and sometimes grumpy, and B, Barkface already has an apprentice, Kestrel Paw. Jay Kit wants nothing to do with being a medicine cat, although his well-meaning clanpates, clan, clanpates, clanmates suggest it to him a lot. He wants to prove that he can be as good a warrior as any cat. And as for Lily Kit and Lion Kit, well, they're doing just fine. They don't really have anything particularly special about them yet, 
Time goes on. Two or three moons after the four kits arrive in Wind Clan, Barkface dies, and Crushlepaw becomes a full medicine cat early. Three or four moons later, when all the um, kits are ready to be apprentices, Castroflight isn't sure he's ready for an apprentice yet. But Hollykit is so insistent on being one and ready to be devoted that he can't help but say yes. From there, a lot of the same stuff happens. Hollypaw trades places with J-Paw eventually as WindClan's medicine cat apprentice. The, fir- the three very slowly begin to discover their powers. Um, actually, the, um, the two. <laughs> I'm just going to skip the visit to the tribe because, in my opinion, that part is pointless and it adds nothing to the plot. Oh, by the way, Breeze Pelt doesn't exist because Crowfeather doesn't feel the need to prove that he can be normal in Wind Clan because nobody knows that he isn't normal in Wind Clan. Because besides the fact that supposedly his mate died, also the fact that he's raising the kits with three other cats. Although at this point, Ice Feather and Flame Patch have dropped out a bit. They still care for the kits way more than they expected. Um, care for them in like the loving sense, not like the, I mean, a little bit, but yeah. Um, but much of the work is up to Crowfeather and Golden Tail. I would say it's somewhere between 60-40 and 80-20 in terms of the amount of work that each pair is doing. <laughs> Over in ThunderClan, Firestar has received a prophecy. There will be three, kin of your kin, who hold the power of the stars in their paws. He tells the other clans this at a gathering. Nobody has any idea what it could mean except for Crowfeather, Leafpool, Squirrelflight, and Golden Tail. Leafpool is the first to get the idea, as she dreamed of her kits the night after Firestar received this prophecy. She shares it with the other three, and they discuss it at the gathering. They don't know what to do about it. At this point, I'm going to speed it up a lot. Hollypaw, Lionpaw, and Lilypaw become warriors. Hollyleaf, Lionblaze, and Lilyfrost. Jaypaw has to wait a little while to become a full medicine cat, but eventually he becomes Jayfeather. One day... Golden Tail and Crowfeather are talking about what is going to become of the kits, and to their horror, two cats overhear them, Hollyleaf and Lilyfrost. These two have grown very close by this time, but this completely changes their relationship. As well as being distraught and horrified at this news that Lilystorm and Crowfeather weren't their parents, um, and confused as to who their parents actually are, as Golden Tail and Crowfeather didn't mention that, Hollyleaf thinks that this means that she and Lilyfrost aren't sisters, that they can't be friends anymore. Lilyfrost doesn't understand any of that. She begs Hollyleaf to listen, but she refuses. Hollyleaf is furious, and she is determined to, wait for it, kill Crowfeather and or Golden Tail for lying. She tracks them both down and corners them, and then, before her murder attempt, she demands to know who her real parents are. Crowfeather is the one that tells her the truth, that he is her father and Leafpool from ThunderClan is her mother. She is absolutely shocked and even more angry at this news, but even though she's furious, she can't bring herself to kill her biological father. So instead, she kills a golden tail and makes sure to get some blood on on Crowfeather. Then she washes the blood off of herself, and before Crowfeather can stop her, she runs to get the clan. She says that she was hunting... Um, when she saw Crowfeather pinning down Golden Tail, and before she could stop him, Crowfeather kills Golden Tail. Hollyleaf is so mad right now that she doesn't even know what she's doing or saying. All she can think of is revenge. She hasn't even told her brothers about this yet. This news, that, um, that, um, that stuff, her parents. <laughs> Crowfeather gets permanently exiled from the clan. After a moon or so, Hollyleaf is overcome by guilt and self-hatred. She doesn't want Crowfeather to be re-invited to the clan, but so she, so she doesn't confess that it was really her that killed Goldendale. I was about to say Ashfur. <laughs> That's funny. She leaves without a trace. 
The last thing she does is tell her brothers and her sister goodbye, that she loves them, and that she's really, really sorry. Then she leaves to go and live with her father. And all the prophecy stuff happens later, too, of course. The end. Wow, okay, that did not go as I expected, and it was way more fanfiction-y than I wanted it to. Whatever. On that happy note, thank you for tuning into this episode of The Moon Pool. You can find my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next week. Bye!